0: Big fluff. right now your well-being is our primary concern we want to do everything we can to help you through this now in order to guarantee that the two of you have uh, nothing else to worry about other than coping with this tragic situation the university would like to extend the offer of uh, waiving your academic requirements and accepting an
1: automatic 4.0 grade point average for the semester.
0: I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not sure I understand you. It's standard practice at most state universities. What? Oh, don't worry, the circumstances behind the grades are kept strictly confidential. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get this straight.
2: My best friend, our best friend kills himself. And you want to reward us with straight A's because we're his roommate? Mm -hmm. Hey everybody, I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Andy McIntyre. And this is Silver Linings Playback, the podcast where we watch maligned movies and we find their silver linings.
0: And finally, someone understood
2: the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> we have tasted it's... our
0: own medicine and it is
2: bitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is, uh, we are closing out Revenge of the Guest Month and... People have been very kind to us. I don't know why. Maybe they they have some empathy for the human condition, but not this guy. Devin McKay is back again after watching Concussion. We have him back to watch the curve dead man's curve dead man on campus who knows but how are you doing Devin
1: what's going on guys yeah I was like uh <laughs> I rewatched it <laughs> before this interview and I was like oh jeez <laughs> why did I bring these guys into my into my psychosis? <laughs>
0: No, I think I think that Joel and I needed to be set straight a little bit because we'd been taking it easy for the past six weeks, seven weeks. Yeah. Uh, watching stuff like Temple of Doom and Cabin Boy and Saving Silverman and Dirty Work and, you know cruella and fun movies that are entertaining and have real value to society (laughs) not this week baby
2: (laughs) we hadn't seen matthew lillard in a while so it's good too long (laughs) it's good for our old friend to show back up on the podcast which to be clear i love matthew lillard but if he's in an episode like if he's in a movie that
0: we're watching on here it's usually a bad sign (laughs) yeah it's not not a good sign you know what else i remembered uh after watching this movie michael vartan Mm -hmm. i completely forgot he was a thing sure i was like all right there was that's a michael vartan also i um
2: i don't know can you guys clear this up because i'm curious we've talked in the past about watching things on tubi they still owe us a check i'm waiting for it but mm -hmm. this was like you know four three like tv ratio is that th- correct or is that just what to be showing is that because is what well, i couldn't figure out if this had a theatrical release if this was only on television and i couldn't figure out if the aspect ratio was correct
1: so so fun little side thing about this film and we'll we'll, we'll i guess we can talk about it a little bit later but this movie went to sundance and, and uh it, yeah, was, it, it was. It uh, was written by a guy from Baltimore, and it was also shot in Baltimore. Like the. I whole did see movie. that they, they used Towson University for the uh, the campus. No, they used uh, JHU. Is that it's, right? Oh, the thing yes. I read, I think said Towson, but okay, yeah. Yes, it's Johns Hopkins, and um, and uh, it does. Like when I was rewatching it, I was like. There's parts where they'll do like a like a zoom into the face and you feel like it's supposed to hit a commercial after that. Yeah, Um, I think that might have just been the way the guy shot it. (laughs) Like he he had like a TV like episode, like miniseries in mind. But then it turned out to be a a feature length film. And I don't know. But I want to let
0: him know if you're if you're making a pilot, you should probably leave it open ended.
2: (laughs) I think there was a lot of room to I think I want to see episode (laughs) two. For sure.
1: Yeah. I just want to follow the cops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those like cops that were just like super angry for no reason. Just I mean, real yeah. mad. <laughs> just like really finger pointy, blamey for no reason. Which yeah. they,
2: they need to go to TV cop school because one of them is supposed to be the good cop. Like, you need the guy who's like your friend who's trying to talk you into, you know, I my partner's out of control, but I, I'm here to help you. You need that guy. Like, it's, uh, you yeah. can't, you can't I mean, both be the hard ass. <laughs>
0: Well, it was Good Cop, Guido Cop was how they played it.
1: <laughs> Guido Cop. <laughs> I guess if it makes you feel any better, when other than the one character, uh, I feel like everybody in this movie is terrible.
2: Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's the one character? Who's the, the uh, one who jumps off the cliff? Like,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. You know the one that jumps off the cliff. No, the uh, well, yes, but uh, but the uh, the girlfriend. That's what I, I like meant. Yeah, that
2: is who I met. Yeah, the one who takes yeah, her own life. Like who's the- who's pregnant? Yeah, but not, not pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> who thinks she's pregnant?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a long story. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh by the way, can we like before we get too deep into it? Because Andy, you sort of alluded to this. There is a Dante's Peak Inferno thing happening in 1998 where we got both dead man's curve or the curve. There's also that confusion as to what the title of this is and uh dead man on campus starring of course, Mark Paul Gosler. Uh, but we got two movies that revolved around this, uh, which is akin to like the, you only use 10% of your brain myth that if your roommate dies, you get straight
0: A's. Yeah, and that apparently is the dead man's curve, is that your grades get curved up because there's a dead man on campus. I do
2: want to say that I'm embarrassed to admit that Molly explained that to me, that I did not get the title, <laughs> and she actually <laughs> told me
0: that.
1: So I, I recommended this movie, and you just taught me something. Okay, good. I feel better. I feel better because I did nope. not click. Today I learned. <laughs> I thought the curve was like like a curvy I don't know what I thought now everything makes sense well that's what I because I was like I because I said to her where I was like I thought
2: they were gonna put him in a car and like it was gonna be like a windy road and he was gonna drive off the road and I was like I thought there was gonna be a curve like that's strange and then she had to explain to me
0: the title they curve your grades up is what they do yeah um yeah when Devin suggested this movie, I had to make it clear that he was not suggesting the 1978 Jan and Dean biopic called Dead Man's Curve. Well, I think yeah.
2: I when you texted yeah, me, I I asked you cuz I was on Letterboxd, I think there were four different movies with this title that came up and I was like, "Which one?"
0: Yeah. Well, cuz I think on Letterboxd it end up being The Curve, but on Tubi it's Dead Man's Curve. Yeah, like I said, it's very it's unclear.
1: Confusing. Yeah. I think they uh I I read somewhere that they changed the title be, to The Curve because Dead Man's Curve and Dead Man on Campus are, were too similar. So they were like, we got to change ours to make it less obvious that it's the same movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> which, I mean, sure. it is it is funny, too, because I it does raise a I think that movie is probably more well-known, but I don't know, because I watched that movie a very long time ago, and I can't claim to remember it super well, but I don't know which one of them would be the
0: the you know better one <laughs> the, like... which is armageddon which is uh deep impact right yeah i don't know, <laughs> I don't know and the know. answer is yes yeah
1: <laughs> everything is 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 true yeah there's a lot of um. there's a lot of weird like similarities like even down to the fact that like mark paul and and matthew lillard both decided that this like bad means dye your hair jet black mm-hmm Yeah, (laughs) this is like the edgy late 90s. uh, What can we get away with sort of era, which which was kind of the era that I grew up in, honestly, like these like weird offbeat, like late night. Like, I think I watched this movie for the first time on on, like Cinemax, like late, late at night. That sounds right. Yeah. And it's like, what the, what the hell, you know, like the sun rises and you watch three people commit suicide (laughs) and you're just like, what, what was I watching on TV late last night? Which I do think they run into a problem of, you know, by
2: the end, it's sort of a boy who cried wolf situation. I mean,
0: is this gonna friends work? become enemies, enemies become
2: friends. But I, well, that. But I'm also just saying, I don't know. At some point, if I'm Dana Delaney, I'm just gonna be like, look, you can't. You tried this once already. Like, we, and then that guy wasn't dead, and now a different roommate's dead. I don't know. Like, to go to class, like, just <laughs> just do your damn homework. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's
2: overlapped. So Which I, I mean, I guess I guess we should. I mean, we're jumping ahead. I mean, we've set it up. So that's the whole thing. Is it's a uh, this myth that if your roommate dies or commits suicide, maybe uh, specifically that you get straight A's for the semester. So they plot to have this happen. But jumping ahead to the end, yeah. So there's, I think one of the problems with this movie is there's at least one too many swerves. <laughs> like
0: yeah. Yeah, but by I the think, end I, I have a feeling that Dan Rosen watched this mo- watched the movie Wild Things and like I can do better. I can do more. I can have more twists. He was
2: he watched Wild Things and was like, what if every twist
0: happened in the same scene? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why do we need a whole movie full of twists every twists and turns every few minutes? Let's uh But let's let's pack I, all these twists into the last reel. But I, I think it might be worth it to try. Let's let's see if we can talk through this
2: because I do think this is so we get two roommates right. uh, do we yeah. you might have to help me with the names if we can remember everyone's name matthew lillard is what's his character
0: uh tim tim okay tim and tim i just assumed everybody in this movie was
1: named brent they're <laughs> all like very like generic names yeah, like, generic yeah first draft tim and
0: names. tim and chris are the two roommates that plot the death of rand who right is just the worst
2: okay mm-hmm. so right so they're plotting his death they they decide so to we think well but we'll start there so the as far as we know the original plan is that tim and chris are gonna set up their their roommate rand to uh make it look like he committed suicide so they can get a's
0: and then mm-hmm. um because we'll, chris wants to go to harvard
2: because chris wants to go to harvard and unlike tim and rand chris is a you know he's a a hard luck piece case. Of toast
0: a piece of piece of white bread but he's a he's a hard luck case where the other
2: guys they they've been rich their whole lives he had to like earn it through a scholarship and he doesn't come from money but yeah so they
0: they have they've also all maybe been friends since they were five
2: yeah i don't (laughs) yes (laughs) but (laughs) but okay so so tim and chris have the plan so we think originally but then pretty quickly once rand goes over the edge of the cliff then tim starts setting up chris to make it look like it was all him. And he's manipulating the cops. He's manipulating the faculty. He's really making it look like he's broken up. And that's the clip that we heard at the beginning. He acts like, what? You're going to give me A's? I don't want that. I'm upset over my friend. So he's he's laying all this track to be like, I didn't want this. I'm upset. And Chris killed him. So that's what we get initially. And then Emma, played by Carrie Russell, mm-hmm. is in this movie. Uh, and she is dating Chris, but then uh, starts kind of fooling around with Tim because we think that Tim manipulated her and and Chris sees it. But then it turns out that she was plotting with Tim all along. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so then also
0: her roommate, Natalie, could also kill herself. Right, so because she, she could get grades. So
2: she could get the grades. She faked Natalie's pregnancy. And Natalie is dating Rand. And that was part of what's supposedly why Rand killed himself, because he found out that she was pregnant and supposedly he was upset. But then she really does jump off the cliff because she thinks that he committed suicide and she thinks she's pregnant. Neither of those things are true. Uh, and then Rand shows up at the end because he's been... Is he? Didn't they say, like, Daytona? He, like, went to Florida. West Palm. Palm. He went to West West Palm Beach. Yeah, Yeah, he went to West Palm. So he he faked jumping off the cliff, and he's been hiding. And then he comes back, and we think... Like, it seems like that Tim knew this. He's not surprised, because he's with them. But Rand was actually working with Chris. Chris, yeah. To kill Tim. (laughs) To kill Tim
0: because he's an and ass. emma well emma they let live right or do, do they but she but maybe maybe they're they if they had killed her i think they would have been okay with it well they they yeah.
2: basically just because she's there they give her the choice of either play ball or you're going over this cliff too they were yeah it seemed like they would have killed her but they're also fine but yeah so oh i think we got that right but that's that's a lot of double reverses
0: that's that's the curve yeah that is the curve it is a twist it is a turn and involves some dead men so it's a dead man's curve yeah (laughs) which so
2: but yeah the two things i would say is that's too many twists one and Mm -hmm. two i don't know that the final reveal makes any sense because it is at best a rube goldberg plan
0: if it was their plan all along to end up where they did this is borderline like every piece falling into place. I la the Joker and dark Knight <laughs> plan, uh, but dumber. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it, like
2: why, it, if you just wanted to, you know, take out Tim, I think there's way easier ways to accomplish it than to fake someone else's death and all of these other pieces that were out of your control. Not to mention the fact that it doesn't resolve the fact that Tim has made Chris look like a murderer the whole time, which presumably when he dies, why would the police not then assume that that was also related to
1: his yeah, clearly it, suspicious it like, roommate? It requires, because it always when I rewatched it, I was like, it comes back to this one point where like, Tim is going to push Rand off the cliff and, and he wants Uh, Chris to do it with him, but then Chris is like oh I'm too scared I can't do this and he like turns his back so you don't actually see Rand go off the cliff but I'm like okay so if that's the case then are we assuming that Chris already knew that Rand was going to fake his death he would have had to
2: based on the end
1: yeah and but at the same time Rand also made a side deal with Tim telling him that they were going to set up Chris and they were also going to fake Rand's death.
2: Which, it reminds me, there's an episode of Community where it's a conspiracy theory episode and it turns out that the Dean has made plans with everybody to double-cross everyone else. Like, he's working with Jeff and with Annie. And it's that, basically. So, yeah, it's established that Rand is just colluding
1: with everyone, <laughs> to... right. except Right, except for his girlfriend, right. which is, like, the weirdest person. Who like, he's... It's like... Go ahead, sorry. Who he's
0: terrible, too. Like, he is just a monster. Like, right. Rand is a bad person who isn't likable in any way.
2: Well, and I think... So that's my other issue with all of this, is that I think there's just too much happening plot-wise anyway, but I think you really run into a problem, and this is kind of you know, I guess foreshadowing one of my silver linings, but Matthew Lillard is great in this. I I really enjoyed him in it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. because of that, you kind of like him even though he's terrible, which is fine. But then the end hinges on the idea that you would want him to die and that you would want Chris to win. And I do not think it accomplishes either of those things.
0: No, it definitely doesn't. Part of me thinks that the best version of this movie lets the audience in on it from the beginning. And then the whole movie is just watching people double cross each other (laughs) just the whole time. It's like just you just keep cutting to different scenes and it's just Tim trying to double cross Rand who's trying to double cross Emma who's (laughs) blowing Matthew Lillard. It's like just just the whole movie like you all you see is the machinations And not all of the like the nonsense that's like we've talked about this a few times on this podcast that like when movies show things like who are you showing this for? Like, why are you as the filmmaker showing things that are just lies to the audience? Right. And do they make sense
2: on a if you take out what you're showing us? does what because like a good example that is sort of plain unfair but i think kind of illustrates what you're talking about is if you go back and watch the sixth sense and spoilers for the sixth sense but i think we're all good on this bruce willis is dead the whole time sorry what the fuck? i'm sorry andy i'm so bruce sorry Bruce willis yeah die hard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh but there's a shot in the movie i remember because i i watched it and then i went back and watched it a second time and it's like there's nothing when you rewatch it that that betrays that but there is like some there's certain scenes there's one scene where it looks like he's sitting he's sitting in a room with Haley Joel Osment's mom and they're not talking to each other but they're both sitting there and it's like okay but you just did that to manipulate us because she can't see him so we're the only ones seeing this and you just did it to trick us that there there is no context to this scene that makes sense
1: outside of You wanted us to think that he's alive. And that's, I think, what we're talking about. I think Dan Rosen and M. Night Shyamalan are very similar. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Rosen is like the is like the uh, the Dollar General version of M. Night Shyamalan. And the wish version. Yeah, the wish version. Like he gives you all the twists without any of the like attempt at the substance of it all. Um, Well, I also
2: I, I think it's time to tell you guys. Dan Rosen's been
1: dead this whole time. (laughs) Dan Rosen die hard? (laughs) Old die hard Dan Rosen. Damn. Damn. Did he jump off a cliff?
0: (laughs) Wait, so since we're doing a podcast, does that mean that we get best podcast grades because our podcast subject died?
2: Yeah, so we get an A for this episode.
0: Oh, good. Sweet.
2: Oh, yeah. All right, then I'm, I'm just gonna coast the rest of the way. Then okay, guys. Also, gonna, sorry. Yeah. I have to. I have to tell you one more
0: thing. I pushed him. Oh. No. <laughs> Devin, I suppose this is time that we let Joel know that uh, we set you up to believe that you what? wanted to push him to get the good grades, and uh, apparently, it actually has to be one of the the actual people on the podcast that has to die so we're gonna have to push you now what off of the class has he been we in key letter west
1: for you buddy <laughs> letter for you right here has he been in key west this whole time <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah devin coming to us from west palm beach
1: yeah, i'm close that's <laughs> fair I am definitely close. Uh, I I completely agree with you though on uh, on the Matthew Lillard being the saving grace of this film because uh, I mean uh, I and I think that it it's just that he's so charming. He really he, is. He, he really
2: is. And the and the thing is like, well, okay. Do we need to malign anything else, or can we can we move ahead? Um,
0: yeah. A couple of things I want to touch on. I don't know. One I think is the least believable thing in the movie, and that's uh, someone in the '90s not wanting to have sex with Carrie Russell. That does seem unbelievable. I mean, that, that, I mean that you put a track. look. You also put a timestamp on it. I mean, if if in
2: you know 2023 that was a
0: plotline. I'm same. Like, I'm just really? saying, but like, but yeah, but this is like Felicity era Carrie Russell and before is. she cut her hair. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Russell and absolutely gorgeous. And she's going down. She's yeah. going down. She's, down. she's willing to go downtown. I mean, you know. <laughs> she's
1: willing to go downtown. Yeah. And a, if she's
2: that's her if, that's her if she's guilty of one thing in this movie, it's of being hot,
0: I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, that uh so that's one thing that just I found unbelievable about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um and the other like this movie had a weird obsession with smoking. There's a lot of smoking in this movie. Like, one, there's a lot of it, but there are a ton of close-ups of people, like, lighting their cigarette, and the camera zoomed in to the tip of the cigarette. And it's like, they make a big deal about Dana Delaney trying to wear patches for most of the movie, and then at the end, she's just chain-smoking. She's got, like, a spilling-over ashtray. There's also... Oh, go ahead.
2: Uh, I was just gonna say Matthew Lillard is obsessed with cigars, and the mm-hmm. the is he the dean or whatever the guy is from that opening clip? He smokes a pipe, so it's not just cigarettes,
0: right? Well, yeah. So in the and there's another scene where the dean is smoking a pipe, and uh, the Guido cop asks, "Do you mind if I smoke?" And he's like, "I'd rather you didn't." <laughs> I liked that. I it didn't make any like, sense, I was, but I I it didn't enjoyed make it. any sense.
1: But, there's enough smoke in this yeah. scene, sir. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, but like just yeah it would just i think it's one of those things where like you don't realize how little smoking there is in movies anymore until you see what might be a normal amount of smoking in a movie but it did seem like there was a lot of of, of cigarettes i think
2: it's a movie. high yeah i think for I 1998 think a that's a lot of smoke if it was 1978 it'd be like that's the right amount of smoking but by 98 yeah. It seems like well,
1: I'm thinking and if it was like,
2: 1958, it'd be like, well, why isn't anybody
1: smoking? <laughs> everyone needs to be smoking in this scene. What
2: are these scenes where they're not smoking?
1: It
0: doesn't make any sense. Why yeah. aren't they talking about shouldn't we be smoking?
2: <laughs> yeah, where everyone is Betty Davis and it's just they lit their cigarette with the last cigarette at all. Times. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's just like a chain smoke. Like everyone's passing along the smoke. <laughs> um, but if this movie came out in 98, then it had to be written like '90 seven six five right? yeah well and His i think life. it was
2: the sundance i
1: think was january of 98 so yeah, yeah so even so, it was like, and it takes like a you know a couple months to a year to make the movie then he has to write it like this this probably came this was probably conceived in like the early to mid 90s which i guess makes sense because that's like smoking wasn't like on an all-time high but like you could smoke indoors and it you wasn't know, questioned like, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it, it makes sense, I guess from that perspective, but there actually is like a lot of this, <laughs> this would be the worst PSA to not smoke or it would be the best <laughs> one because smoking makes you want to do crazy things.
0: Yeah. Like murder your roommate to get good grades.
2: That was, right. I remember that, that campaign that we all saw. It was that one and the one where they're uh, smoking pot and they run over the kid in the, the drive through they're right. getting the food i think those are the two big psas yeah. that we yeah. uh but it, andy you reminded me of a, another thing that needs to be maligned which i think might be the the absolute worst thing that this film does and that is dana delaney's hair what are you doing to yeah.
0: dana delaney <laughs> that's that's a fair assessment yeah, yeah. and just yeah dana it, delaney who's great it, it just as a general note she
2: i'm such a fan of hers in general like a fan of her live action, she's done great animated work. I I was excited for her to pop up in this movie, and then it, she really didn't get anything to do except be no, that therapist. She sat
0: behind a desk and asked a couple of questions to Rand and Chris and Tim.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, she's
0: an also
2: in the same way that the you get an A if your roommate dies is not a thing. This movie also doesn't understand how therapy works because you absolutely cannot where she's like, even if you were going to like climb the top of a bell tower and start murdering people, I wouldn't say anything. And it's like, that's exactly what you're supposed to tell the authorities. Like if you have right. a patient, and they talk about harming themselves or, other, themselves
0: or others or others. Yeah. Yes. That's like the, that's yeah, day as, one. As a therapist, you're. A mandated reporter
1: yes so yeah. that is also not accurate just also is this pre-csi that was something i I wondered about watching it again because there's so it's like such a sloppy murder you know like they like touch the the bottles and like they're stomping on this grass that they they mention is like wet i think early in the movie and it's they just bought like, the smith cds <laughs> on credit card oh yeah right yeah like, in it's the like, 90s it's supposed to be open and shut case, but I'm like, maybe it's not. Maybe I was like, when did I started thinking about that movie, uh murder by numbers <laughs> where, where those two kids try to like, or they know they do kill someone. And then they're like, uh, they're like, Oh, they're never going to find us. And then, and then they're like, they found a thread on her shirt. You're going to jail. <laughs> but that you, it's funny that you say that. Cause
2: I, I did, when I was watching it, I kept thinking, that there were things that were going to get them caught. Like, cause I wasn't sure where it was going, but there, there is various stuff because like the, the rent a cop security guard takes the bottle at one point. And I I thought, because they said that there was rat poison in it, maybe they are going to test the bottle or like you said, fingerprints, or there's one point where there's the whole thing with uh Tim hands, Chris, a gun. And I was Mm -hmm. like, maybe he's trying to get his fingerprints on the gun. And it, none of that goes
0: anywhere. (laughs) Oh, and that's another weird scene where uh, it's at the end when the twists keep twisting, and Chris has a gun, but he's terrified of three people slowly walking towards him. Right. And the gun's not loaded, but he doesn't know that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. his out is to shoot himself, which, like, that's that's the exact opposite of what what you should be doing in a situation like that, but... Yeah, it it goes all over the place.
2: I also even I, I was I found myself confused. I guess they said at the end that there there was a note, you know, a suicide note. But I, I kept finding myself wondering, I was like, how do they even know that Rand is dead? like, it felt like a flaw in the plan of like, well, Rand is dead, but we haven't found his body. And it's like, how does everyone know that he jumped off the cliff? Because you guys can't say you were there. So I guess it was in the note. I I couldn't track that either.
1: Of like, yeah, it's like if he jumped off the cliff and there's no body, and no one was there, we, as far as the cops know. No one was there, as far as the cops know. They didn't. Re- they didn't recover any sort of body. All they have is like the word. I don't need. Yeah, like the the word of of some people that he like made his way to the to the um the well, life. he definitely
0: left a note, and. Then, like, when Dana Delaney is interviewing him, like, after it's revealed that he's still alive, she's like, wait, so you just left a note and then fucked off to West Palm? He's like, yeah, my bad. (laughs) Silly me. Oops. But, yeah, but I guess I'm saying, so
2: uh, we don't know what the note says, but I guess we have to assume that the note was like, I am going to go to this cliff and jump off, (laughs) like, because, like, no one supposedly saw it. So I guess it was explicit in, like, this is my plan if you don't find my body, I jumped off of this cliff.
1: Yeah, if you don't well, see me then just know that's what happened. And Then I love how they're like, well, you know, the
0: mayor kept saying he was going to clean up that river. I guess now he should. Yup, yup, yup. Well, I will say
2: that that you know, the whole thing of it being based in Baltimore, the fact that the water is that dirty does track tracks. That's yeah. a, that's completely
0: that's, accurate. That's a, a pre trash wheel Baltimore.
1: Yeah. Ninety eight. I, mean, yeah. I don't know if that's is it. Uh, I've got the wiki pulled up just so that I can keep track of stuff, but it doesn't say but um, it is it based in Baltimore? I don't think they ever I,
0: say. I don't think they ever say it's it's any college USA. Oh, of course it is. It's, it's state. No, it's state university
1: yeah that's, oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 state university yeah it's yeah because i i know it was shot at jhu and then it says the uh the lighthouse was elk neck state park which is uh that's in cecil county but um but yeah i was like i don't think that but it does make sense <laughs> it yeah does, it does make sense. Man, i still remember
2: i, I, I remember years ago I went to, they did those Red Bull Flugtag thing where they, you build a flying machine and they did it in the harbor in Baltimore. And I, I watched with such horror as all of those crafts landed in the water and then the people had to swim back. And I was like, no, this water is brown.
0: Do not, do not land in this water. It's brown on a good day. There's no color to explain what it is on a bad day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's like a toxic black. (laughs) But, you. but also, yeah, shout out to Mr. Trash Wheel if he's listening. And we know that he yes.
0: is. And <laughs> Professor Trash Wheel, his wife.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the Trash Wheels. May they forever live on.
0: And if you yes. don't know what we're talking about, Google it just for the photo. You need to see a yeah. photo of
1: it. Yeah. Yes,
0: just Google Mr. Trash Wheel, Professor Trash Wheel. There's like four of them now. I forget what the others are named. Oh, but...
2: man, I've been gone too long. I don't know of all four of them. <laughs>
1: They've they've procreated.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's great. It was shout out to the whole Trash Wheel family. <laughs> <laughs> Big ups to the Trash Wheels. Um, I, I mean, I'm ready to
1: to switch gears. And... Matthew Lillard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody.
1: Well, he's gonna be in uh He's doing a movie this year. He's doing uh Five Nights at Freddy's. The movie. Oh, is he in that? I didn't know he was in yeah. that. Oh, he that's plays exciting. the main guy. The main, not the guy, not the security guard, but he plays the uh, the owner of Freddy's. Fazbear's fun time love it no I
2: yeah I'm a huge fan of his in general and it it's so clear because this is after scream right like this feels this like scream one and two but yes yeah, yeah. So th- it feels like the the powers that be behind this saw scream and were like do that
1: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> um, this is also after hackers this is after I mean the late 90s were a great time to be Matthew Lillard
1: yeah they yeah, were but it was pre she's all that yeah
0: <laughs> But no, that's he's the important thing.
2: No, I, I sincerely loved him in this movie. Like he he's great. No, he and, was really good. And when it was before all the too many turns, when we were just going with the first sort of twist that he was setting up, Chris, I loved that. Like, I, I really liked that idea. And I actually think the movie would have been more successful if it had stayed with that plot line and just it had become about Chris realizing that he's in trouble and that Tim is going to pin everything on him and trying to find a way
1: out. Yeah. And I, then, I Actually, yeah. just as you were saying that, it made me think that, like, if you take out one of the fake deaths, then I think it makes more sense because if they're at the cliff at the end and you see that, like, Tim and Carrie uh, and Russell's character have, like, uh like they they've made this whole thing up to trick uh Chris but then if Natalie came out and she was like hey like I've been working with Chris and I fake fig- like I I was working with uh him all along so that I could so that we could like get back at you for killing my boyfriend or something like that. Like, like something and where then
0: Rand shows up again. <laughs> and he was like, and then- I've been I'm working with the to- se-
2: Rand is like, to- I've been working
0: with the security guard to take you all down. <laughs> yeah. And
1: then the, and then the, uh,
0: and then the- someone drops like a I- coffee mug and it just says
1: 4.0 on the bottom. <laughs> oh yeah. And then, uh, uh, Child in a hospital, like shakes a snow globe, and it's <laughs> at the hospital. And then,
2: and then the the snow globe goes over a cliff, and that kid gets A's, straight A's.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I guess I thought that there was some sort of redeemingness about the story. Like, like he made this story for a reason. I, I mean, unless he was just trying to be edgy, which you know who knows what was going on in Dan Rosen's mind at that time but i do think that like Well, i do. Come on in, Dan. <laughs> I thought he died. He's <laughs> not <that> dead. Was... <laughs> I guess that was Palm Beach the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't know. Um also, yeah, Car- you guys got your work cut out for you on this one for sure.
2: Also, I mean, no, it's easy because we already said Matthew Lillard, and then number two on my list with a bullet is Carrie Russell because yes. you think I'm not going to be excited that Carrie Russell's in this movie, and she's delightful.
1: Yeah. Oh no, and she's also, number awesome. three. Is stay in school. <laughs> and the three states.
2: But no, Carrie Russell. I mean, this movie. Yeah, it it's definitely enhanced by her. You know, like she's great. She's great when you think that she's playing it straight the reveal that she... I actually liked the reveal that she was evil because that one worked. That one made sense to me and it sort of set these stakes at Chris. Again, I think if you stuck with Tim is setting up Chris and then the one dagger that you save for the end is like, and your girlfriend was in on it too. And then mm. it's the two of them and him on the cliff. Rand is for real dead. And then Chris has to find a way out. You know, I, I think I like that. Like, I think there was a good ending there. But all that being said, Carrie Russell is great when she's good. And she's great when she's terrible. I enjoyed her a lot in this movie. Yeah.
0: No, I I would agree. I would agree with both of those. Um, I think that both, uh, they were legitimately giving far better performances than this movie needed, deserved or required.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, when I was a when I was a young lad, when I was a little, little baby Devin watching that movie, um, that the, the the bj scene and that's what we'll call it was so like it caught me so off guard because i was like but wait that was your that was your friend <laughs> and here he was he he like not only is he backstabbing you but he's also staring you directly in the face as he does it like it would and I'm wearing
0: I, the 90s shimmery satin shirt possible
1: right oh. i think it's the same shirt he wears and she's all that probably <laughs>
0: He kept it, it was from me. He kept yeah. it as wardrobe from this,
2: and then wore it to the set of She's All That. Well, and
0: that really, was the thing is that uh, the the makers of She's All That were big Dan Rosen fans. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Hey, Matt, could you uh, did you him to keep that shirt?" Because
2: <laughs> can I also can... I, I, can I have a minute too? I just want to give a PSA to to anyone who's listening. Maybe you have this Machiavellian plan to get your friend's girlfriend to give you a blowjob while he hides in the closet. I support it. I'm not going to judge you for how you live your life. But that is too many candles. It is way too many <laughs> candles in that room.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. a fire hazard. Just waiting. And the guy's upset. You don't know what he's going to do. He, all it would have taken was kicking over one of those candles. And her apartment's then, burned down. Then everyone's getting straight A's. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan. The plan was to burn down the
0: entire, like, like
1: All of State housing. University
0: gets straight A's.
1: <laughs> Every They're student, like, I didn't even know them, and <laughs> but I'm going to pretend I
0: did. They call that pulling a Hogwarts. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> just you them. just manufacture a tragedy late in the semester, and then everyone gets A's,
1: <laughs> and everyone uh, gets a thousand points because that's important too. Yes.
2: Um, Who knew that all they had to do was capture the what is it the Snitch, and they all would have won. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then they just would have won. Yeah,
1: I would have um, bought a bunch.
0: Yeah. Now the, the it's God Matthew Lillard is so so good at being unlikable. He really is. Like he like, had a gift
2: in the 90s for being the guy in the movie that's terrible.
0: That yeah, like yeah, you yeah, kind of yeah. like like he's a everyone has that person in their friend group where it's like wait, who actually likes this guy? He's always here. But he was that. He did that guy so well.
1: That, really like did. nobody
0: in the group really liked him, but like he was there for some reason. But like we're all kind of his friend, but no one's his friend. And, um, but no, he was he's just so good at playing despicable. Like the way he's just like, uh, shining staring at the closet while Carrie Russell's blowing him, like that's sociopathy right there. I if do you think ask me. that
2: scene is. It might be the best scene in the movie because it's shot in such a dramatic way that like yes. really works, that it's borderline over the top. But in doing that, that it, it really sells like it's it feels terrible, like it feels like a true dagger of like you pushed a guy off a cliff. Maybe it turns out you didn't. But like this is somehow the most evil thing that you've done in this movie. <laughs>
1: yeah he he says like early in the movie uh something along the lines of like i like to push people which is like uh foreshadowing but like also like he's just like you said he's a sociopath in this movie like his his whole thing is like how many relationships can i destroy and and he does it like over and over again i think he he's even the one that like encourages Next to Carrie Russell, encourages Rand's girlfriend to kill herself. Like he he sort of like talks shit about her at the party and stuff like that. And well, he and tells he us eggs eggs Rand on too.
2: Yeah. Well, he also he tells a story supposedly about Rand that that he then reveals later was actually about him going to prom where he took a a sex worker to prom to right. torture a girl, I guess. But then he made it seem like it was Rand, which that's like one of the last things that the girlfriend hears before deciding to take her on life. So he's definitely trying to push her over the edge and for
1: no reason except to do it. Right. Yeah. Which is like kind of one of the, the most ultimate villain things that you can do. Like uh, it's, it's definitely like, you know, whereas I guess in scream, if we're comparing the two, he's, he's, less of a manipulative like sociopath and more of just like a follower of uh of Billy Loomis where it's like he well, you know
0: Yeah, and Scream he's almost a true sociopath because he has no need for revenge or anything the way that uh Yeah, Steve he's Ulrich just doing does. it for fun. He's just like no, this sounds fun. Let's murder people. Yeah yeah
2: By the way, and it's that's a, dark something just occurred to me I, I don't know why i was just thinking through all of this again and i think it, i'm gonna count this as a silver lining but it's andy to your point of things they could have shown that would have been really fun so we were kind of t- there's this scene where Indeed. they're setting rand up and he's upset and chris gets in his face and he punches chris in the face and drops him with one punch so that would is presumably because they're working together at that point Chris and Rand so does Rand like, go to him and it's like okay then I'm gonna punch you in the face and you're gonna drop in one punch and then Chris is like but like fake punch right and, no. No,
0: like, no, no 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 we're gonna we're gonna go to eight months of professional wrestling school <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gotta throw one fake end, punch He says at the end, he's like, I want to I want to major in drama like he he was a this was all just like his theatrical big like debut that he wanted to make as big as possible.
2: Which also I don't think you need straight A's if you're going to major in drama. At State University. At Harvard you do. He's 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 doing drama at Harvard. He's getting his MFA at Harvard. Okay. Okay. Well I didn't get that then. So he's he's they're both going to Harvard together. Chances Chances are
1: you could go to you could go to college or not for theater and you'll probably still end up the same exact person. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Th-
0: there might be a couple of connections you make going to some of the more elite drama schools. But, but... he's rich. He already has the connections. He's gonna he's And bad. he can live off the money. I mean, just go to New
2: York or LA and just start auditioning. Just you got yeah. money.
1: He's attractive. He could do it. He's got the the bad boy look, the slick back hair. Yeah, he didn't I don't think he even needs college. I don't think he's, <laughs> he's
0: got slick
2: back hair, he's eating his sloppy steaks, you know.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> sloppy steaks. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a, it's definitely, uh, I will say this, um, when I was a kid, maybe I just had like a curiosity for weird movies, but there's something even watching it today. I was like, this movie's still enjoyable and maybe it's just that like bad enjoyable, you know, where you're like, um, this is, this is holding my attention because of how silly it is. But I think if there is, and when I went and looked on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, of course, it's like, it doesn't have a score in Rotten Tomatoes, (laughs) which, surprise there. But And then, like, the first couple of, like, uh, uh, reviews were like, this sucks, like, why did they make this, stuff like that. But then- All all questions I had watching this movie. (laughs) But then when I, like, clicked view more, I just got, like, this trove of people who were like, I love this movie. I don't know why. I just, I just enjoy it so much. Maybe we're all just secretly Matthew Lillard at the end of the day. And that's a dream that we have is to. Push well, people.
0: I guess now is as good a time as any to reveal. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we're all Matthew Lillard. Look, I, the, this is an audio medium. So no one can appreciate that.
2: Andy and I just pantomimed ripping off masks, like mission impossible, <laughs> mission style, impossible style, to somehow yeah. reveal
1: that we're both Matthew Lillard. Yep. except uh except Joel is the Matthew Lillard from She's all that yes. and Andy's the Matthew Lillard from uh doo
0: yeah, I'm shaggy no
2: <laughs> I will say to 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 back you up on uh I won't say that I like this movie, but I will that's say fine. no that's, fine. That that's to, okay. to back up your general point that I do have a, a fondness for these ty- like you mentioned wild things andy like the, the 90s like cynical everyone is terrible cruel intentions like i do kind of miss i i feel like i haven't seen one of those recently like that uh, no one's tried to make one in a while of just the you know high school drama where everyone's terrible and out to get
0: each other and i i i'm all for it no there there, there was a weird niche especially in the 90s and Maybe it was because of the existence of video stores, but of these like beautiful people doing terrible things movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. That this is absolutely in that genre for sure. And it's this type of movie that like you're like looking for a video to rent and there's a dozen movies that all have the exact same cover art that you're like, I don't remember this movie at all. Oh, it's two for one night. Sure. Let's let's see what this is. Or like You find yourself, you know, watching whatever uh, premium channel. And then the next thing you know, you're sucked into this stupid ass movie that like, you know, it's they're they're all they're all the same. Just weird, dumb, bad movies. And it is a nostalgia for a time like that. That movie doesn't exist anymore that you could get that level of actor to do this type of movie. Like, it just doesn't happen.
2: Yeah, and I do kind of miss it. Like I do actually miss this type. And I just the unpredictability of something like this of like there's going to be twists and turns and they might pay off, or they might not.
0: But but it's going to be a journey either way. <laughs> yeah, and and for every Wild Things or Suicide Kings, there's a there is indeed a uh, the curve.
1: <laughs> yeah, and at the end of the day, Dan Rosen's getting paid. Or got paid because RIP apparently to Dan Rosen. Maybe. Maybe. He might just be in West Palm Beach collecting his Tubi checks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, we're all Matthew Lillard. I am Matthew Lillard. I am Matthew Lillard. I am Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Uh, Devin, is there anything that you want to promote or or mention before we get out of here?
1: Uh, I am Matthew Lillard. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I wish I could. I, I don't really have uh, too, too much happening right now. I'm working on a short film um, that is coming out soon. Uh, we're still in the process of filming it, but uh, it's it should be a, a fun drama. A fun drama. It should be a drama. <laughs> um, hey, dramas can be fun yeah they have they have their moments it's definitely it's been a lot of fun to film it let me say that um and just like working with the crew and finding different interesting places around georgia to shoot has been a lot of fun uh i also just finished a film for the 48 hour film competition in dc which i like helped write over zoom that was a lot of fun it's called commissary cuisine uh so that's out in the world somewhere um, but yeah, just, uh, promote love and peace and not pushing your friends off of cliffs. And
0: I was with you till that last one. Yeah, I can't. I'm uh, afraid. I, I wish I it. could.
1: Yeah. I wish I could agree to that, but,
0: but love and peace. Yeah. I'm
1: all for it. Totally. Yeah. Peace via throwing your friends off of cliffs.
0: Hey, however you get pieces is, is your own thing. <laughs> True that. So that's all I
1: got going on for you guys. <laughs>
2: Well, I I wish that was all we had going on, but Andy, would you like to tell him the one final twist?
0: Mm. I'm not Matthew Lillard at all. Silver Linings Playback is a production of HoboTrashCan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on Apple Podcasts. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one.
2: We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question: Are you going to eat
0: that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty, and I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite universes. We, we have, have to, to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday.
2: Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com, or with the other great
1: podcasts on the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com.